0: Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula A podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being
1: Wanting to embark on a new project but feeling a bit scared as to how do I go about doing what I need to do. I've been in that same place and oftentimes, in fact, it's a current reality. Each and every leader will find themselves having to do something but at the same time battling with fear. And today's podcast is definitely about that. We're going to be having a conversation on doing it, scared. We'll be talking about the role that courage plays. In the life of a leader i'm so glad that you've joined us and that you're part of a community of leaders who are intentional and purposeful about their growth i'm super thrilled on today's podcast episode to be joined by a phenomenal leader an incredible voice in our generation a father, a husband, a leader in the community of faith, a businessman, a philanthropist, amongst an array of incredible things that he's doing. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined in studio today by
0: Jacob Msipa. Man, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me and of course greetings to your audience there at home and i hope this is going to be a great discussion
1: thank you so much i'm really honored uh, that you take time and to add value to our podcast community i thank know you. you'll be a perfect fit because you've done incredible things and you continue to do incredible things thank and you and podcast family i encourage you get your note book or if you're using your phone if you're driving uh, fortunately we do have episode notes which will you'll be able to download and be able to work through this content it's one that's going to take your leadership to the next level maybe in fundisi too uh okay in fundisi because part of what you do is (laughs) being a imposter uh maybe just to tee it off um just maybe who are you who is uh Jacob Msipa, and what are some of the transitions that you've made in your leadership that have landed you where you currently are?
0: Sure. Yeah, of course, uh, my name, obviously, Jacob Msipa, uh, born and grew up in a small township called Butleng, Delmas Mpumalanga. Yes, Strange enough, many people don't believe me when I say I'm from at um, Delmas. And um, I grew up there, you know, went to school there locally and um, and interestingly enough, you know, um, that's where actually I sort of started uh, even suspecting that there must be something about me and the way that I do things. Yeah. Because, I mean, I would be elected for almost everything, you know, <laughs> especially high school, and and sort of I had to start from there and and begin to um, navigate my way up and uh, actively participating in any opportunity that I get. Mm. And, and, of course, transitioning to me or eventually becoming a Christian and um, eventually realizing that I'm called. <laughs> apparently, I'm supposed to be a pastor. And, 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 yeah, I started a church. And, you know, that's, that's how I find myself where I am today. But it has been quite a, a very interesting journey for me. You know, quite, quite a, a lot of things, different things that one had to be involved in, learn a lot. And I'm so grateful. You know.
1: That's so beautiful. Maybe yeah. just to put you on the spot, uh, something fun about you that most of the people might not know.
0: <laughs> 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 I, I'm not really sure. My kids think uh, I think I'm funny and and they, they don't think I'm funny. You know? It's time I try to entertain them at home. You know, I try, you know, when I'm at home, perhaps this is something that... Um, the listeners out there or the viewers out there wouldn't know about me. You know, out there when I'm in my leadership space, yes, and sir. I might be serious here and there, but at home, I'm, I'm very crazy. I, <laughs> I entertain them, I dance for them, I sing for <laughs> them, I... You know, I do all sorts of crazy things. Wow. The only uh, downside of it is that my kids think I'm not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> maybe, maybe
1: just to um, also double click on the hats that you you play, you wear, rather, because yeah. I know you you lead in different spheres. You're a yeah. father. You're a husband. You're yeah. a pastor. Yeah. You're a business person. Cool. How does now leadership apply in all these different spheres of leadership? Because I always say that leadership is not only contextual, it's not limited to leading as a pastor, but it Mm. has to do in leading yourself, leading your studies. Mm. Uh, How do you now begin to switch uh, Mm. these different roles and what's the common denominator of Mm. leadership amongst all that you do?
0: Yeah, Uh, maybe starting with the the common denominator. um, I I strongly believe that if you want to lead effectively, you know, first of all, you need to have a vision about your life, about your family, yeah. business, you know, in whatever sphere where God has placed you as a leader, and I always say that even family or marriage is, is a sphere of leadership, yeah. you know, and, and um, especially us as men, you know, we, we are there, um, if, you, if you study the scriptures, they tell, they tell us that we are the head of our families. Yes, and, and I always say to people, we did not choose that role, <laughs> we were given, yeah. so uh, we must be um, excused for that, you know. But it begins with a vision. What, what do you want to see out of your family, okay. you know? And I had to draw a picture of, of that even before I got married mm-hmm. to say, as soon as I get married, what kind of a family setup do I want? Okay. You know, um, if I, if for an example, I, like I'm a pastor and uh, what kind of a church, you know, do mm-hmm. I, so I have to have that picture sure. and, and, and make every effort to, wow. to, to go towards that. Mm-hmm. And of course, the most critical element in all of this is me as a person. What kind of a person do I want to be so that I can fit wow. in all of those spheres, you spheres, know, yes. uh, because um, for me, leadership is all about that. God identifies Uh, space for you, and and you've got to be uh, wired in a manner that when you come into that space, Mm. into that sphere, you Mm. fit in so well, you know, and everything else around you uh, will, will actually be impacted by mm. you being there mm. within that space. So it's all about that for me. It begins with the vision what kind of a family do you want to be? Mm. If you want to lead like, like I lead you you correctly <laughs> said um, I'm, a, I'm a husband, uh, that's leadership. you know I'm a father, that's yeah. leadership. I mean now I'm, I'm, I'm leading teenagers <laughs> and both my kids are teenagers now and that's a totally different sphere <laughs> of leadership because I, when I was leading them uh, as kids, You know, um, preteen years and while they were toddlers, it was all in good. You tell them sit down, they sit, you know, without asking a question. But now, uh, when you say sit down, they say, why? (laughs) (laughs) And you give them a reason and they say, but no, you know, i don't want to sit down i want to do this so you just need to then learn to say okay at this phase what is it that i need to adjust so that i can lead effectively in this but you have got to constantly work on yourself yourself. in all of these transitions
1: this is incredible Yeah. yeah this is incredible there's something you said which stood out to me that you need to have a picture of yeah. what you want in whatever sphere, family, church, business, mm. relationships. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to someone who doesn't have a picture in their sphere of influence where they just lack a picture of what they would want to become? Yeah, And I think this is what we see where uh, we've got a lot of child-headed families, yeah. we have a lot of uh, people who are not... Uh, Fortunate or privileged for lack of a better word should yeah. be exposed to people like you and leaders that they aspire to become mm-hmm. So what would you say maybe to a younger leader who lacks this picture? Where can they start to create uh, Begin painting this picture of what? Could be possible or what could be in terms of whatever sphere of leadership be it being a husband you said for yeah. example as husbands it's a role given to us but sure. here you are you need to be a husband you've never had the privilege of seeing the role of a father or mm. a husband mm. in a family yeah. or maybe you come from a dysfunctional family sure. so how do you now begin to paint a picture that is unique to you especially when you do not have anything like that within your radar
0: yeah I think that the, the first thing that one needs to do is just listen to that desire on the inside of you to become a great person. I strongly believe that all of us, we were wired to be great. It's just that other people don't um, listen to that um, thing in them that says, look, there's something great about you. So, um, and once that kicks in, you then begin to think outside of where you are. And you, you, you start exploring different avenues about yourself to yeah. say the reality is one day you are going to be a husband yeah. the reality is one day you are going to be a, a father yeah. the reality is one day you are going to function in some space uh, whether you are employed i believe even if you are employed you are a leader yes, you, you know what i mean one way or the other mm-hmm. um, and that's a discussion for another day and and maybe you run your own business and what you do is you then start uh, feeding that craving that desire you start feeding it and the best place to start for me is to start reading books, you know, about those different spheres. If you say, one day I'm I'm going to become a husband and I want to become a great husband for that matter. Find books, you know, that you can read and in a way then you can start um, um, picking up that, you know what, there's that guy there who so much looks like what I'm reading about. Let me, you know, try and find my way and get closer to that person. You know what I mean? So that uh, you can learn from Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because in most cases, we we, we grow up in environments that don't agree with where we want to be, where we aspire to be. You know, and it's very important that you step out of that space where you are, which might be limited in terms of... You know, examples closer to you where some of us, you grew up maybe not in so much a stable family, stable home, uh, but there are possibilities. If you start reading books, you listen to tapes, podcasts such as this, then they begin to inspire you, to show you a a possible reality outside of where you are.
1: Wow. That's brilliant. That's that's, that's incredible. Podcast family, I don't know about you, but that's pure gold. I keep saying this. If you've missed that part, just pause, go back for about two, three minutes. That's pure gold. You need to intentionally begin to carve out and listen to that inner desire. That's calling you towards greatness. Yeah. And maybe now, too, you've got phenomenal books, which we'll talk to. Uh, you're an author. Part of what I forgot to mention <laughs> is you're an incredible author. Thank you. I've been consuming your content. And there's one I just want to highlight, yeah. uh, Arise and Build, where yeah. you take a, um, a leader from the Bible. I always say this, which is one of the greatest resources yeah. or libraries to clean leadership from a scripture. Yeah. Uh, and you speak of uh, Naimea who yes. rebuilt the walls. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And I just want to clean and ask a question. How do you deal with criticism as a leader? Here is Naimiya, he's building the walls. And he's building something that is not even for himself. I think yeah. sometimes that's where criticism hurts the most. You're doing yeah, something, yeah. not for your own benefit, yeah. but it's something that's going to help the whole nation and help your family or help your business. Sure. But the very same people who we are trying to help are the ones who are saying, even if a fox walks on it, <laughs> yeah, <thing> will just <laughs> it fall. will just collapse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you deal with San Balach and Tobia mm. and criticism as a leader? Because I'm sure you've built incredible things. You've built an incredible family. You've yeah. built incredible ministries. You keep building. Uh, how does a leader go about dealing with criticism?
0: Sure. Um, yeah, I, and, and I think for me, that's the main thing, you know. Um, but it, it, in any case, it begins with accepting that as a leader, you will always be criticized. Okay. I mean, if you are in leadership and you want to be nice and be loved <laughs> by everybody, you are deceiving yourself. So the first thing to de- to deal with here is to first accept the reality that okay. in your entire um leadership journey you you will be criticized there's there's no leader um that is loved by everybody if you are loved by everybody you are not leading (laughs) Um, there's something that you are doing but you are not leading Mm. Um, let's make an example with um, nelson mandela i mean he's celebrated everywhere all over the world but yet you still find people who will I mean, criticize him to the ground, yeah. you know, and um, and they don't mind without shame, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even though he was a phenomenal leader mm-hmm. and he left a great legacy mm-hmm. for some of us, at least that's how we look at it, yes. you know what I mean? So, but um, for me, I think um, uh, y- y- you also need to make sure that you, you because criticism for me is from outside, yes. from outside in. So mm-hmm. there has got to be a resistant force that wow. you you build on the inside of mm. you that mm. will counteract what is happening on the outside. Come on. So if on the inside of you 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 build courage, mm. you 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 develop a thick skin, mm. I always say that at some point as a leader, that's why in most cases God will first build a leader before mm. a leader builds anything. Wow. God is more interested in building you wow. than you interested in what you want to wow. build. And that's why you know leaders that last long are leaders that God will take on a journey, mm. build you, you mm. know, through different seasons, mm. you know, challenges and circumstances, mm. um, uh, where God will build resilience from the mm. inside of you, mm. courage, mm. boldness, and mm. all of those things, so that, you know, by the time criticisms criticisms come, you are, you, the edge on the inside <laughs> of you, the desire on the inside yeah. of you will silence those voices, wow. because the vision oh, is so... So much alive, so much strong, in such a way that whatever anybody else says on the outside, Mm. you know, their their words or their actions, Mm. even, um, they are not going to impact you that much because your vision is so real. Mm. What you are convicted Mm. about is so real, Mm. in such a way that no matter what anybody says on Mm. the outside, Mm. you know, in fact, you feel pity. Mm. I strongly believe that Jesus was able to say, Father, forgive them. Well, they don't know what they are doing. Mm. Because his victory on the cross and his resurrection was so real. Yeah. You know, in such a way that he was realizing that, what are they trying to do? You know what I mean? So I, I think wow. build your inner man. Wow. You know, work on your inner man, wow. and then you will see wow. the outside voices of criticism wow. will, will will not affect wow. you that much. That much. In- <laughs> that much. Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah.
1: Practical application of what you just said, which is just incredible. Yeah. And I'm so thrilled to really have this conversation with you. How sure. does this look like in a world of social media oh where there's God. quite a lot of excess yeah. Where people, any, Neddy said Tom, Dick, and Harry, yeah. but it is a podcast. I'm not yeah. in church. <laughs> so any Tom, Dick, and Harry can just post whatever they want and yeah. just begin. I think one of the tricky things about our generation is that there's too much excess Yeah. Where one can't differentiate between fake news and back in the day uh, recently we were celebrating one of the the legends of uh, reporting and uh, journalism so you would know when it comes to news it's SABC, ETV like traditional news but now with online anyone can post whatever anyone can even a junior can speak about someone like you who's a senior to us Mm. and seniors and say whatever how do you now intentionally as a leader begin to protect your space specifically in social media mm-hmm. against criticism and offense and pressure and all these different things that are happening on the streets of social media?
0: Yeah, I think first of all, as a leader, you you, you need to uh, develop a um, disciplined life in a sense that um, you need to first answer the question, why are you on social media? Mm. So that uh, mm. if you can answer that question, it will determine what you post online what you say online okay. because people are on social media for different reasons okay. because once you're on social media it's a public space one yeah. um, and two you are going to be subjected to scrutiny yeah. you are going to be a <laughs> a thesis for somebody else <laughs> um, you you are going to be you know people will just have a right to And you can't then say, no, but you can't say this about me because, I mean, you are out there. Mm. Uh, So, but to minimize that, because it's impossible, let me emphasize this. It's impossible for you to uh, protect yourself from criticism. Mm. Look, there's, in any person, every person, there'll always be something to be criticized. Wow. Whether you are... Jesus Christ, whether you are the president of this country, whether you are Barack Obama, any person that can be subjected to somebody else's scrutiny, mm-hmm. that person has a right to criticize you in whichever way they want. So start by saying, okay, I'm on social media, I'm a public figure. In other words, I'm just putting myself out okay. there. But what do I post? Today? Okay. You know, uh, what do I put? For an example, I've developed a, a discipline in my life that I don't post... Um, things that are too personal. I wouldn't post a picture of my house. Um, There are certain things that I will not put out there. You know what I mean? And that helps in a way to say, then I will not be, because sometimes you will post to say something and you're outside your house, you know, and somebody will deliberately ignore what you're saying (laughs) and comment about the house. So minimize um, um, such things by just, you know, checking what content are you going to post out there? because um people are going to um say whatever that they want to say and the question is can you handle it and somebody can say no look i don't mind posting my house if you don't mind make sure that you can handle the criticism that is going to come with it and and secondly don't entertain um anyone who says something i mean everybody um has has a right to say whatever that they want to say about you but the onus is on you as a leader not to entertain each and every single person sometimes it even helps not to go through the comments okay you know talking about um, um, um uh, nehemiah in the in, in, in the in the scriptures you know um one of the things that was a, <laughs> a something painful was that these things were said to them in their ears you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. but can you imagine if they were not hearing what mm. people are saying about them mm. that was even going to be better mm. so sometimes i post things on social media for the sake of posting them yeah. So if somebody comments sometimes, I will realize maybe after three months that, oh, there was such a comment in my post, and I'll be fine, at wow. least life goes on. <laughs>
1: I love what you say saying, because I think it's something that I always often say as to how the reason you hear them is because you're too close. Yeah. If you are a bit far away from them, it won't affect you, yeah, and yeah. certain people don't even have relational currency to hurt you unless you give them that currency and that access uh, to hear and to learn. There's something I just want to double click, uh, Mm. which I think is very key, which you said within posting, um, avoiding posting personal things. Mm. And I'm going to balance this with vulnerability. I think Mm -hmm. one of the things within leadership, uh, especially when leading teams or organizations, uh, um, I think it's true. I never said apparently, but I believe Mm. it's the reality in terms of how you need to be vulnerable, you need to be open, you need yeah. to be transparent as a leader sure. so that you can be able to impact the people that you lead. Mm. Where do you now draw the the line between being too vulnerable? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you an example, you're dealing with something, you're still struggling with it because uh, you're not too sure, I want to help this person but you're not too sure how it's going to be perceived, how mm. maybe a a, a, a two two tips, if you do have, mm. as to how can a leader go about being vulnerable mm-hmm. to facilitate transformation, mm. but at the same time not being too vulnerable so that it comes across as weakness.
0: Yeah, um, I think it's it, it, it's number one to be able to draw the line because, like you said earlier, you know we we wear different hats yeah. as leaders, and I think then because of that. Transparency and vulnerability means different things in all of yes, those spheres. I'm in a church when I'm being transparent and open and vulnerable. I wouldn't, you know, do it in the same way I do it in my family. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because there are certain things that I can't open up in, yeah. in, in the in the public domain. Yeah. Um, when I'm at church, there are certain things I can I can open up. Um, let's say, for an example, um, I always when I speak to um, young pastors, And I say, well, I'm young myself. But uh, but when I'm, uh, you know, there are some pastors who are just starting out and they always look up to me and they say, but, you know, what can you say about this? And I always say to them, look, um, the first, for me, a golden rule is, let's say, for an example, there's a lady at church who is going through stuff, you know, um, and they need help. Much as I would love to help and say, you know, I wanna be there for her or whatever, I wouldn't, you know, say come to my house, um, so that we can talk. And you know, in a, no, I wouldn't do that. You know, I will see them at church. At church, I'm open, I'm transparent. They can come to me. It's still me. In, but when I'm, I'm saying to them, let's go home. Then. Um, that might not be a, a good thing. And sometimes, let's say for an example, this lady um, is so excited about the meeting we've just had, and she posts that I was with Pastor Msipa at home, she, you know, the man of God is helping me out. You see, I'm already opening a can of worms. Yeah. So for me, it's all about drawing lines to say, okay, here I'm a church, and this is how I handle things within this space. And I, I need to be open, of course. I need to be accessible. But but you, you can't say if I'm accessible and you can find me anytime at church, I can say, come and see me. Then you mean you can give me a call at 11 p.m. Yeah, yeah. As, a, as a woman and call me seeking for <laughs> help. And then you say, no, you are a leader. You must be transparent. You must be open. No. Uh, so it's all about drawing the lines. And, and, and secondly, making sure that you, you develop healthy relationships around you. Um, so that you 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 can be covered and protected in some of these yes, things. Sir. I I say you know the kind of access that you can you can gain in my life. It will also depend on the kind of relationship that we have. Wow. You know, there's a point where, if you know we are not relating at a certain level, of course the access is going to be limited minimum, as well. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, let's speak to the role of courage, the role which is something I'm. We teed off our episode. We started it off, which I think a lot of leaders, uh, we scared, but we need. It has to be done. Yeah. Uh, what role does courage play in the life of a leader?
0: Yo, man, courage. You, I think you, you need it every day when you are a leader because for me, leading is about pioneering. You will always mm. Um, mm. venture into spaces mm. that no one has ever tried before. You will always be challenged, especially, you know, me being a Christian, always challenged by God to do certain things that, you know, are daring, you know. Yeah. Um So unless you have courage on the inside of you, because number one, you need courage to start, <laughs> yeah. you know, to step out in faith and say, okay, um, I want to do such and such a thing. And even in the middle of it, when you've started now, it's also going to be challenging because, I mean, it, even if you are doing the right thing, it does not mean you're not going to be faced with challenges, opposition and so forth and so on. So sometimes you will do the right thing and then the opposite will will, will happen. So courage has got to be there through and through because as a leader, I'm sure you can relate to this. there's There's no time where you are comfortable and you're uh-huh. saying, all is well. You know, you're always thinking on your toes, always <laughs> thinking, ah, this is about to, you know, go wrong. If you if you are leading in business, you know, every, uh, if you are starting out as an entrepreneur, let me put it like that, you know, every end of the month requires courage, yeah. especially if you have employed people, <laughs> yes. you know, you've got to pay people, you've got to, I mean, you. it's a risk. Almost everything that we do has got some elements of risk. So yes. you've got to be intentional. Uh, with making sure that you feed your courage you feed your courage and 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 develop it wag that muscle all the time because mm. you are going to need it mm. Uh, mm. like i said earlier criticism is going to be with you all throughout yes. so you've got to build that inner courage on the inside of you so that you can neutralize any negative force that comes from the outside
1: Wow, yeah, I love that courage to start. So it's just an ongoing. You in different seasons in your life, you just yeah. need courage.
0: Yeah, you just need courage because at some point, God does not just in leader. In, in leadership is a journey. Remember, yeah. and and it's a marathon. It's one that is a marathon. It's a, it's not a sprint. You are not going to be there just like that. Over so night. sometimes, even though there is a major. Um, um, project that God is dealing with in your life. But there are other minor projects in different seasons that will eventually take you to the main thing. Mm. So, and each time in different phases, Mm. you know, there's always going to be a new thing that Mm. you're supposed to do. Mm. It's like we started a church in Delmas. That was all all in good. I mean, for more than 10 years. And it was, you know, doing well, growing. And I was very happy, content that we're having something that works here. Yeah until god puts it in my heart to say start a church in Binoni. now uh, that was a totally different ball game different province nobody knows me there it's an urban area you know courage again courage. to start and oh. and it was okay in delmas we started in a shack we went to a back room somewhere, but now we are in an urban area. You can't be in a garage. You, you've got to now step out and mm. say, and they tell you about huge rentals. Yeah. So courage is, is needed even at that time. So in different phases, in different you know definitely need, need courage. courage. Yes.
1: Would you say courage grows as you, do you get more courageous as you apply courage?
0: I think so. I think it grows. It depends on, because if you can also see God starts you off with simple things, yeah. you know, like even though, you know, God has got this major plan that I uh, I said earlier about my life in terms of maybe my role as a leader in the church. But God started me with something simple in Delma, small that I could start in a shack with four people, you know, no band, nothing. Just, you know, it was fine for us to clap hands. You know, a little bit of courage was needed there because I was starting out. <laughs> yeah. But the more, you know, you grow and you do other things, you realize that, you know, I'm more courageous than I used to to be back then. There are certain things that I was not even going to think about back then. I mean, just another example about this. When we had to trust God with buying our first property as the church. Man, I tell you, uh, I was, let me put it this way. I had faith (laughs) to trust God that God will be able to do this. And we stepped out in faith put up an offer to purchase, they accepted the offer to purchase. And when that happened, I mean, that faith disappeared. (laughs) It was only courage that had to kick in and say, no, you know, you can still do this, you know. And it was a very scary thing because when they accepted the offer, they said in 30 days we need the balance, Mm. which was not a small amount. (laughs) So, you know, and now because we conquered that, Now it's easy for me. I mean, uh, there's a building right now that we want to purchase, a church, which which will cost us about ten million. Yeah. Now I'm no longer that fear yeah. is no longer there. I'm okay. I'm, I think I'm good. You <laughs> know, I'm saying we can do this. God can do this. Yes, you, you know what I mean? So I think your courage, like I say, as you are building as a leader, God is building you as well.
1: Wow. Yeah. This is brilliant. Maybe as we bring in our plane for landing, yeah. too, we've got a lot of young li- leaders and listeners and different entrepreneurs pastors leaders in their families what would you say to someone who's young now this is an older voice i know you also (laughs) regard yourself as young and i always say he's one of the coolest pastors that i know um what would you say to someone who's young and starting out in whatever sphere what do they need to know what what's the one thing that you wish you knew 10 15 years back that would have upscaled your leadership currently
0: yeah, well, I can simply say, you know, be, begin with yourself. Okay. My my leadership uh, philosophy is, um, you know, taken from the word LEAD as an acronym. It's a life of excellence, advancement, and diligence.
1: Wait, podcast family, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is pure gold. I don't want you to, to, to miss that. So the acronym of LEAD, it's LIVE. It's a, it's
0: a, life, of a life of excellence, advancement, advancement and diligence. And wow yeah so that for me that that's leadership so the first thing that you start with is your own life if you can lead your life you can lead around you 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 know so it begins with because that's where you develop your the discipline of leading so So start with your own life the life you lead Mm. you know um, because we always i mean I, I love it in english because that's how we phrase it yeah. we say the life you lead yes you know instead of saying sometimes the life you live you, live, yeah. you know the life you lead you know uh, the kind of values you you've adopted along the way the disciplines mm. you know mm. because like for an example i am i am a christian There are certain values that I need to uphold in my life, certain disciplines that I need to um, develop. For an example, um, the discipline of waking up to pray every morning, doing devotions. That's me as a Christian, you know, Um, I've got to read the word, those disciplines to say, you know, on my own, am I sticking to those things? Am I able to control myself? Am I able to influence myself? Am I able to... Take you know introspection, self introspection, and say, I haven't been praying that much lately. I haven't been reading. That can I get myself back? Because before you can influence somebody else, you must That's first you influence yourself. You know, if you can't influence yourself, forget about it because your 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 leadership is what you model more than mm. what you say. Wow. We don't really take what wow. you say that much. We look at also what you do. Ooh. You can be effective in influencing other people, which is what leadership is all about, influencing other people. You can only do that if you become what you say. You know, in the religious world, we say preach, you know, uh, practice what you You preach, preach. you know. And then, of course, excel excel in what you do. And for me, excellence is take the little that you have and do your best with it. Wow. For me, that's excellent. It sums wow. up excellence. Wow. Many people have got different definitions wow. of excellence, but wow. for me, it says take the little that you have and do your we best with it. Is. You know, stretch it to the maximum. Even if you've got a small opportunity at work, excel. Mm. Even mm. if you are a sweeper, a personal assistant, a, a secretary, an administrator, whatever position you hold. If you that's want to grow as a leader, excellent. just excel. Mm. Simply when you are given that opportunity. Many people wait for big opportunities Mm -hmm. before they take them serious. Mm -hmm. And which is a bad habit. Because the more you do things in a certain way, you develop a habit along the way. Mm. So if you're not going to take what you're doing serious, you will be surprised after Mm. three years, Mm. the amount of habits you've picked up. And it will be difficult to unlearn. So there are certain disciplines that I developed early in my Mm. life. You know, my my wife always tells people, (laughs) you know, when (laughs) we're around to say, this man wakes up, I I mean, I've got crazy sleeping patterns Mm. because of the Mm. amount of work that I need to do. But it did not start now after I have all of these responsibilities around me. It started when I used to stay at home alone and married. I used to spend hours working on my gift, Mm. Uh, working on the content. Mm. I always tell people the content I preach today mm. was developed back then. That's you know, so those thing. hours, I used to spend 16, 18 hours a day mm. developing content, writing, reading, mm. watching videos, mm. studying mm. churches, visiting different mm. churches, learning mm. from mm. leaders, mm. sitting down with leaders, and just to interact Inter- like, like what we're doing. Yes, I man. used to um, sit and, I, uh, if there's one thing that I intentionally did, sorry, I'm, I'm taking too <laughs> long. if there's one thing i intentionally did was to go for the um senior leaders yeah um it was scary but i i I mean i dared senior leaders to say can i make i will hunt your pa i will find your pa i will make an appointment i will insist Mm. i will come i remember one highlight i I I went to see, and this is not a secret, I know he he won't mind me mentioning his name. I made an appointment with Bishop Musasona early in the the years of my calling. I said, sir, can I just have 30 minutes of your time? Mm. Just want to sit down with you, ask a couple of questions. I'm a young aspiring leader, uh, pastor, and I admire you very much. So can you afford me 30 minutes? Um, After a long to and fro with the PAs, I eventually secured the 30 minutes, prepared myself, with a notebook with all of the questions I was going to ask. Guess what? When I got there, he canceled out all his appointments for the day. Wow. We sat for 4 hours. Wow. Interacting because I was coming strong. Wow. So make sure that you you wow. spend hours developing yourself wow. even before you have any serious position excel wow. in it and make sure that so so, uh, and you, you will realize that you will learn a lot of skills along the along way. way. Many things that I do today, they were self-taught. You wow. know, I can develop websites. I can do video editing. I can do sound. I can write books. I can, I can do almost anything that is happening at church because I had to teach myself. And of course, advancement, there's got to be progress in your life. You can't be stagnant as a sure. leader. You've got to read. You've got to advance. You've got to see somebody who does better than you. And, and so that there can be movement. you know. Don't be stagnant shot. as a leader, you need to be. They always say that, you know, the devil does not aim at the moving target. <laughs> once you are stagnant, once you are, you are you are in one place, then you are giving him that shot and Short he will go for you. Shots. And wow. be diligent, of course. Ah. Um, it's hard work, leadership is hard work. Yeah. Be diligent, uh, sometimes balancing between being a husband, wife, I mean, husband, um, 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 pastor, father, uh, you know, entrepreneur and yeah. all of those things, it can be hard. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hours and hours and hours of work. So develop um, a, a good work ethic I think. early in time because you're going to get busy yeah. and you need to balance out. That's why I, I wake up at a very awkward uh, hours. You know, my hours of, of becoming productive are between 2 and 6 a.m. in the morning. You know, I'm up by two in most cases, uh, and I work on myself, I read, I mm. write stuff. Mm. So that by the time the kids are up, I need to switch back, become a father, wow. take them to school. and Then, you know, from nine, wow. I'm a pastor, I go to the office. Wow. And when I come back from home, I need to be a husband as well, you know. So you need to learn how to structure your day properly wow. and be diligent because it, it, it's hard work. <sighs> that was long, this sorry. Is, no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. Actually, we're better for this. Um, this is yeah. so incredible. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. I'm actually just listening and taking in everything that you're saying. And I'm so glad that you're pouring out your heart. And I'm so thrilled that you've been able to give us this time with you. Thank you. As we now literally land our plane. Just a fun round. Yeah. uh, A quick fun round. Yeah. Uh, Five questions I'm going to ask. Fill in the blank. The first one, leadership is. If you were to use one word, leadership is. Using one word.
0: Uh, Leadership for me is inspiration.
1: Inspiration. Yeah. Leadership is inspiration. Favorite old uh, school gem?
0: <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs>
1: Please don't say candy shop. But the candy shop, I think, yeah, yeah, and I'm behind the camera. Yeah, 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 For you guys, I'm not
0: favorite. Please, no judgment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Any jam by boys to men you, you would have reached me. Any any champ oh, wow. by boys to men it, it, within the R&B space, because I was a DJ, by the way. So, <laughs> music for me is life.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh wow,
0: boys, too bad. That's
1: quite interesting. Favorite clothing brand,
0: a money Exchange.
1: A money Exchange, incredible, incredible. Uh, if you were to relocate to a different country, which country? I'm gonna say country, then I'm gonna say province.
0: Okay. Let me start with
1: province, then we'll do country.
0: Okay, all right. Let's let's start province KZN. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Obviously. (laughs) We're actually having a conversation My wife always, (laughs) My wife always says
0: I scare her each time I talk about KZN. Yeah, but if I were to move.
1: Just side note, KZN, we're actually having an off-record conversation uh, with the guests that we're having. (laughs) All our wives are from KZN.
0: Yeah. Hint, hint,
1: nudge, nudge, gentlemen, it's the place to go. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you'll never go wrong. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Country? Country, the U.S., yeah um specifically orlando florida
1: okay. yeah okay uh cats or dogs
0: none None. <laughs> i'm not a pet guy you're not
1: a pet guy uh, your teenagers have not given you a
0: problem as yet we are fighting as as as, 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 as we, we speak. speak now we are want, one wants a dog once one wants a cat but I'll, I'll, I'll get them. We'll
1: have, have a conversation guys. later. He's yeah. going to be a returning guest, definitely. <laughs> so for <laughs> now, he's not a pet's guy. But I'll ask him again next time. Uh, last question. Uh, yeah. Favorite car?
0: Man, that's a tricky one. <laughs> um, give me a Mercedes-Benz anytime, any model, any make. But give me a Mercedes-Benz anytime I'm happy. You're happy.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. I think uh, this has really been incredible. Uh, as we You're putting short And where can our And you're definitely Going to link it in the bio It's mm-hmm. got incredible books And material that you have Yeah And I've been trying To convince him To create a podcast He's got a YouTube channel Which has amazing content From him Because he really has So much wisdom That he sure. has to offer So where can Our podcast family And audience And viewers Wherever they're consuming the content Be able to connect With you more And some of the things That you are currently Working on That will add value to them
0: Yeah of course I have a personal um, Instagram page and that's actually where most of uh, my stuff and interactions happen. And I do have a Twitter account that I um, <laughs> use sometimes. So, and all of them are at Jacob and Sipa. The
1: Instagram, there's a, it's not Builders Diary, there's them is it Mondays where you have your hour? Uh, oh, I, it's Builders
0: Edge. Builders Edge. Every Monday at 10, ten Builders ago? Edge. And it's, you know, 10, 15 minutes <laughs> of just charging people up for the week. Okay. So every Monday, 10 uh, Builders Edge. And we do have a church's podcast, okay. Builders Church, oh. where most of our sermons are are there and, 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 and some of my teachings. And I'm going to take you up uh, on that. Encouragement and start my own personal <laughs> podcast where I'll share different content yes, in it. Uh, yeah.
1: Thank you so much. We appreciate it. It's a need. You yeah. really have so much <laughs> to contribute to us, thank and you. we are better because of you.
0: Thank you so much, man. So thank, thank you for having
1: me. Thank you so much. It's really been an amazing episode. So, podcast family, thank you for being part of the episode till the end. I encourage you to head over to www.mzwandilemakakula.com to be able to download the episode notes, which are a great tool for application. And I encourage you to also, if you're a leader, to listen to this with your teams and pass it on to the next person remember to subscribe and rate uh, the content wherever you consume it it helps us reach more leaders so till we meet again next time let's continue to change the world one individual at a time and i challenge you to ensure that in whatever sphere of leadership you are in that you take your lead
0: well thank you for joining us on take your lead podcast Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.nzondilemakakula.com. And if you're a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.